Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your boy, you love Nick Tanner, back again with an episode of Tanner's Eye View. Guys, we are back. I am so, 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 so sorry. I told y'all I was going to start making the podcast more frequently and being on track with the podcast, but I've actually just been absolutely packed and busy with everything, which I will get into in a minute. Uh, but let me introduce myself. Let me introduce the pod again. This is Tanner's Eye View, the podcast about everything gaming and all gaming. I'm going to be your host today for today, Nick Tanner. If you guys like this podcast, make sure you guys rate this five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you guys listen to your podcast. Leave a comment. Leave feedback if you guys have any feedback. I'm very big on like if anything needs to be improved for the podcast. Like if you guys want me to talk about certain stuff or if you guys think that I rambled a little too much on certain things, just let me know. Honestly, um, I want to make the podcast the best it could possibly be. And with your guys' feedback, we could definitely do that. Share with a friend if you enjoyed and all that good stuff. And if you guys want to check out more of me, like I said, my name is Nick Tanner. You can find me on all social platforms at you love Nick Tanner. I stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Possibly more, which I will get into why in a second. Uh, but if you guys want to check out more of me, man, uh, twitch.tv slash you love Nick Tanner. And now we can get into where I have been. Um, the podcast has been kind of, I, I don't remember the last time I exactly recorded, but we did episode 18 a while ago. And that's when we talked about uh, the pregame for E3, not E3, the summer games pass, which is basically E3. Uh, but other than that, I recorded an episode after that. I just really wasn't feeling the way I was talking on the podcast, and I was with a few guests, and I kind of feel bad for not uploading the episode, but I just didn't like the way I sounded. I, I sounded very unconfident with my answers and like the way I was talking about certain articles and stuff like that, so I just never ended up posting it, but I have been trying to record episodes of the pod before this move that I was doing, and they just never got published. Um, I was going to talk more about like what my summer's game fest and what I liked and what I didn't like and all that stuff, but it just never ended up happening. And then I ended up moving. Um, if you guys follow me on Twitter, I did post that I was going to be taking a break. And the reason I took that break is because I've been in the process of moving. Me and my family have moved to a new location and I'm absolutely blessed to be in this location. We got a new house. Um, <clears throat> I got my new little studio downstairs. I've been absolutely loving and trying to make to perfection. Uh, I'm just trying to make it look like home. I'm trying to make it feel like home. Um, and day in and day out, I've just been going and working on it. And I've been uh, I've been absolutely loving it. I have a lot more area to work with. Um, and now Morgan isn't sharing a room with me. So she's going to have her own office upstairs. So she said I can get the whole basement to myself to make it my little man cave and recording studio and... I'm also going to be using this for another channel that I'm going to be doing in the future with a few of my friends, which is more to come. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we've been in the process of moving. It's just been taking a while. For the most part, we have everything moved in, but we still have to do a little bit of stuff here and there. Um, if you guys have ever moved before, shit sucks, man. <laughs> like, I hated the move it was absolutely terrible bro like just going through everything do i want to keep this do i not want to keep this oh here's a bag full of clothes here's more bags of clothes oh let's get this out let's get the and it's never 
perfect, bro. I don't think a move has ever went perfect for anybody. It's just nothing but stress. It's nothing but oh, like like there's always you're always gonna run into problems. So, um, but thankfully, man, ever since it's been about two weeks. I think like not last Sunday, but the Sunday before that. I'm recording on August second. Um, I forgot what day that would have been, but um, it it it. it, it it's been a process, but we've been moved in for about a week and a few days now and uh, slowly but surely getting everything in. Um, it took me a while to get my setup set up. <laughs> That's my setup set up. Uh, but I had to wait for a few things to come in. I had to also wait for an Ethernet cord to come in. I had to uh, get a longer Ethernet cord. I had to get a mount for my camera and I also had to get a new chair. Um, I'm actually recording this and I'm not going to show you guys, but I'm actually in a lawn chair from outside because I don't have a game chair. Uh, don't worry. I did. I did order one. I'm not completely out of the loop. I had to order one, but as of right now, I'm sitting in a lawn chair, which actually isn't, isn't that bad, bro. Like my other chair felt like it was worse and that's crazy. If I can say a $20 lawn chair feels better than my, oh, 200 something dollar game chair that i have man like i <laughs> my my dumbass still orders those like gaming chairs like uh what are they like they're like gamer they're like they're called gamer chairs i should have just ordered an ergonomic chair i don't know why i keep on ordering these gamer ass chairs i think they look cool but they are not comfy at all it's literally just for the aesthetics bro i promise um so yeah, guys, I'm trying to get back in the swing of things, man. I feel a little rusty right now, honestly, sitting here just recording and just talking to the to the camera. I haven't done this in so, I haven't done this in so fucking long. It feels absolutely. It just feels crazy, man. Um, I was kind of nervous to come back, and rightfully so, man. I'm just trying to get back in the groove of things and just kind of get back into my zone. Um, but it will come surely, surely. Uh, slowly but surely i would say um other news for me and then we'll get more into the gaming news i'm um <clears throat> i actually did get a new job too um if you guys don't know i used to work in a factory i uh used to make machine parts or machine medical parts medical parts uh i was a production worker and now i'm actually working somewhere else um which is cool because i'm i'm working less hours to have more time at home yes i am losing out on a lot of money by doing that but at the same time it's like it's like a fresh restart um <clears throat> which i kind of did want to talk about that like i'm not you don't have to take whatever i say by law like i'm not the man to like i'm my word is not law like whatever i say take with a grain of salt you can listen to me if you want uh but my advice my advice i've been through it or whatever else but um i will say one thing and you guys can think of it the, uh, any way you want to but i don't think money is happiness all the time you know what i'm saying because like i've been to the point to where it's like i was working 60 hours a week and i was able to get whatever i want uh, but with that game, it was like less time to do whatever I wanted to do. Less time seeing my kid grow up. Less time being here for people who needed me. Especially working on third shift, not being home at night. That's a scary thing, believe it or not, man. 
Um, so now by doing this, hopefully I can get to that same point, same amount that I was making before, but working less hours. But you got to start somewhere. I'm not going to start off at like making the same amount I did. If it was that easy, everybody would be doing it, right? Um, it's a fresh start, new faces, new type of work. Um, I'm just very eager to get into everything. I've been enjoying the people, enjoying the job um, regardless. But um, it's been a setback. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It has been a setback, but it's for the better. And I know it is going to be for the better. So um, what has it been doing that, man? New job, new place, new life. If Everything feels new, man. Like everything is... Uh, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. I'm excited for everything, honestly. Um, I forgot who said this, to be honest, but it also goes back to me saying it was like successful people. It was something it was something along the lines like. You got you can't be comfortable all the time, like you can't be um, you got to be used to being uncomfortable, man, like the people that could sit there and deal with uncomfortable situations and strive through them are going to be the most successful people in life. And I'm testing myself. I'm testing something new. I'm taking a, I'm taking a chance on myself. I'm taking a chance on my content because with that being said, guys, with a lot of time that I will be taking off, that's going to be more time to record episodes of the podcast, more time to stream, more time to make YouTube videos. I'm taking a chance on myself. Um, and it's about that time, man. Like I'm 26. I still got a lot of time, man, but I I got I I just want to put I just want to put money on myself and say look I could do this, um and in order for me to do that it had to take change man I was killing myself doing what I was doing working sixty hours imagine doing that with more energy and more time and whatever else I think it'll be for the better, um and I'm just excited I'm excited but I'm also nervous but like I said man I got to put myself through those uncomfortable situations to see what I could do with it. You know what I'm saying? Be comfortable with uncomfortable and try to push through that and see what I can do and take a chance on myself, man. Because I have confidence in myself. I have confidence in my ability and I'm just ready to get to it, man. Um, but without me rambling, man, I've been rambling for a few minutes now. Um, again, <laughs> um, let me give a shout out to you guys, though, too. Um, if you guys have been listening to Tana's Eye View. First thing I want to do is thank you guys because I have still been looking at the podcast numbers and it has been nothing but love. Even with me being offline, the numbers have been nothing but going up. Apple has been reaching out to me and stuff like that saying you guys have been enjoying it. So seriously, thank you guys for everything, for listening, all the comments on YouTube, all the feedback on every uh, podcast listening site. It has been amazing even with me not being here and i'm gonna return that to you guys and it's um i will uh, so thank you guys for ever whoever's been enjoying this whoever if this has been the source to get your guys's news or just to hear about gaming or my opinions honestly that shit means the world to me or just to hear me talk man if you guys really enjoy my content that much you guys just want to hear another side of me or just to get things out of off my chest and she sit shit in my eye view that's love, and I do appreciate you guys for that, and I'm going to make sure that I keep on returning that love back to you guys. Um, so, without further ado, man, I got to get into the first topic of the day. If you guys have been listening to Tana's Eye View, you guys know every topic for the first topic of Tana's Eye View, we talk about 
Elden Ring because I give you guys an update on where I'm at and how I've been doing and a lot of you guys been loving it so I gotta give you guys the scoop ever since I have not been recording the pod I have and I will confirm your boy did beat Elden Ring alright hold the applause hold the applause hold the applause he did beat Elden Ring that was the best gaming experience and the worst gaming experience I ever had in my life. Let me give you guys the rundown of everything that happened when I was offline. Basically, we were grinding and I forgot where I left off last time when talking on the pod about everything, but I ended up making it to like the the giant mountains in that ice area grinding out that whole entire area the fire giant wasn't a terrible boss it was actually one of my one of my favorite bosses not like my favorite like favorite favorite i think he was just my favorite to fight um i think it was just a cool boss in general and the animations and the uh the design of them was very cool but we ended up doing that um obviously grinding the uh the tornado area we ended up doing that and uh <laughs> um after we started grinding those areas let me let me tell y'all something all right for anybody who has played Elden Ring if you guys know about that that tornado area man that shit sucks the crumbling azure or whatever it's called that place is hell okay from the dragons that are there I still haven't beaten the Plaxidus Dragon. I have not beaten that dude. That dude is tough. Um, I haven't beaten him yet. The Godskin duo that you have to verse there is absolutely cheese, bro. Um, that shit sucked. Like, uh, the Godskin duo really isn't that... Like, okay. The Godskins, I wouldn't say, really is that hard of a boss. It is the, the skinny one. The skinny boss is very, very easy. I think his moves are easy to time out and avoid and shit like that. It's the bigger boss that, uh, that just, like, you cannot dodge. He is just way, way, way too fast. And he just, and he just gets you, man. I was doing that Godskin duo boss forever. For the longest time, my dude. Like, it was, it was bad, man. Um, the build I ended up like, okay, so I didn't tell you guys, I ended up switching my build actually because I like the God skin peeler so much that I ended up rocking that weapon for the rest of the game. And it was a, it was a great choice. It was a good, but risky choice. Um, because it scales off dexterity and stuff like that, but it really wasn't the best weapon. I think katanas are still the top weapon in the game if you're going to rock like a katana build or anything. But at the same time, like I just kind of wanted to do something different. Was it like, oh, like, what's the word, bro? Like, I wasn't being, like, different, different by running it. It was just more of, like, I just wanted to not run katanas. Like, something in my head just told me I didn't want to cheese through the game. And katanas felt like I was just cheesing through everything. Dual katanas, just getting that bleed off. It was a cheese. It felt like a cheese way to win everything. And I just wanted to do something different, bro. Because I was finally starting to... Sorry, let me take a sip of that G Fuel, not sponsored. Um... It was like I was starting to get the game 
and enjoying it to the point to where like I just wanted to make the most badass character with the armor I wanted to rock and the weapon that I wanted to rock and I just wanted to win the game the way I wanted to and I saw that god skin peeler and I was like oh yeah we rocking this I was like this this thing is nice I was like we rocking the god skin peeler for sure um so I did and I started rocking Ronnie's hat and I started rocking uh, Blaine's armor and we were getting to it, man. It was fun. It was fun, man. Uh, so I ended up switching to that. And then also I rocked incantations in my other hand. So with that, I was also rocking stuff to where like I could poison. I had dragon spells that I was rocking so I could do like uh, the scarlet rot. I was doing uh, the bleed with the uh, the swarm of flies. The build was fun. And I was also doing stuff to where I could like upgrade my attack in the um the actual Godskin Peeler itself. I forgot what it was called. I think it's like Vikes Lightning Bolt or something like that. But we ended up rocking that too, just to get a little bit more power in the weapon and stuff like that. Um, but it was it was a cool little build. Um the final boss I fought the uh rat uh Radagon for six hours at least i tried fighting him for three hours one stream couldn't beat him got off thought about it and i did one full stream until i finally beat him and i teared up a little bit man i teared up and the reaction was live on twitch man and it was just like everybody sat there and watched and it was crazy to see everything at the end <laughs> and just like um finally beating him and just like all the work i put in it, it finally paid off man um that was the best gaming experience i ever had and i am officially here to say i am the biggest dumbest person <laughs> saying that game uh wasn't gonna live up to the hype or its expectations and um it definitely proved me wrong um, I am now a FromSoft fanboy, and I, I just want to play all the games now. Um, I think I'm going to play Demon Souls next. Um, either that or Bloodborne, because I have Bloodborne. Uh, but Demon Souls looks absolutely cool, too. So um, I should be playing more in the future. Um, just I think what I want to do, though, too, is I do want to start a new game plus just to do the side quest. I really messed up at the beginning of the game um don't be like me y'all if you guys are gonna play elden ring look up a guide don't be the guy to be like oh i don't want to look up a guide i want to figure everything out on my own because that's the type of person i was and it just never it didn't pay off at all um people do the suffering for you so you could figure it out man and i just passed up a bunch of side quests um i missed a lot of bosses and stuff and it just felt unfun at first and it felt like a chore so i never really took it seriously man but like once you learn the game and you learn what you want to do and the weapons you want to run and the type of build you want to do and how to actually play the game and how it works, then you start really just enjoying it and you're good on your own. But look up a guide and just learn because I it's a learning curve, man. That game is a learning curve because like you just got to know what you're doing and you just got to like, you just got to do it because like, it's, it's such a different game all from software games are like they feel the same but like they're, they're, it feels like its own genre you know what i'm saying but like once you figure out how to play that genre and you know how to beat it 
oh dude you're gonna love it forever um but your boy beat Elden Ring so that is the final update on the Elden Ring updates for the Tana's Eye View <laughs> unfortunately guys but I did beat the game um so yeah man but on to the next one on to the next one man uh FromSoft is actually working on a game right now and they should be almost done with this soon or they're pretty damn close so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be wrong on this game <laughs> I know that for sure so um yeah with uh with that being said we're gonna get on to topic number two though um the word on the street is is that Sony is scared that people are going to be buying Xbox now that Call of Duty is going to be on there. And um, we could talk about that too. Because there was also other news saying that like uh, Call of Duty isn't going to be coming out with new games anymore. They're just going to be coming out with paid DLC. So we'll take one step at a time. And uh, start off with the Sony... Uh, being a little frightened that they're gonna think um, they think their competition is gonna be lose to Xbox. I think they need to be more worried about not having consoles available whenever they can. The thing that Microsoft does right and that Xbox does right, you could go anywhere and buy an Xbox Series S. They're available everywhere. Amazon, Best Buy, Target, uh, Myers everywhere you could buy an xbox is it the highest end is it the xbox series x no but even then those are more available than ps5s are ps5s just aren't available i get it there's a chip shortage there's obviously a reason why they can't get about there. scalpers understandable but they need to focus on like getting a lower end version of that out and available which they have the they have the pro i don't it's not the pro it's like they have the disc version and the non-disc version, but it doesn't matter because scalpers are getting to them regardless. I think this I don't let me look real quick. I don't know if the Series S is the same price um as the uh the cheapest version of PlayStation. You can get a Series S for about 300 bucks. Um and you could get the cheapest PS5 a lot of the times it's with a bundle, but we're still talking like 400 bucks. I bought my PlayStation through a bundle, bro. GameStop be taxing on them bundles, man. I need to quit falling from the fucking GameStop bundles. But like, that's literally the only way I can get my systems. I got my Series S through a bundle too. Dumbest decision I ever did. I honestly could have waited for that Series S, bro. Um, like with my Series S bundle, I got Watch Dogs. Three or whatever the hell, like the newest Watchdogs in Gears Tactics. And they were acting like that bundle was a two sixty dollar game, bro. Those games were mediocre as shit. I didn't play either of them. I gave both of those codes away, and then they gave you a headset. Like dog, <laughs> GameStop has the worst fucking bundles possible. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have bought three of my system through GameStop bundles. It is terrible. All right. That is fucking bad. I don't know why they get my money still, but they still get my fucking money to this day. I have no idea why, bro. I bought the first Switch that we bought for our house. It is Morgan's now. Shout out, you love Mo. We bought a Switch, and that was a bundle. A bundle, bro, where you had to get the Switch, 
two games. We actually got the one with three games. And like with that, you got three games with the fucking Splatoon gun, water gun, and then a Zelda backpack, my dude. Like, bro, they should be throwing shit in there that nobody buys. Anyways, um, Sony needs to worry about trying to find a way to get their um their console out there more for people who want them. And that means putting out a, a PS5 Slim or just finding a way to, like, lower the quality to get out these systems. Because a lot of people still are playing games off their PS4s because they can't get the PS5. It's a shame. But I think that's I think they should be more scared that people are going to go to Xbox for that reason. I don't think gamers nowadays like a lot of people. I think Call of Duty is still one of the best arena shooters. What I would you call it arena? I think Call of Duty is still one of the top shooters of this time. Still, like I think it's due time that like nobody really with it anymore but as of now what do we have you have halo laid an egg unless the br comes out for halo i just really don't see people trying to go back and give it another chance battlefield is slowly but surely working on things but a lot of people don't want to go back to battlefield either so like you you go you got cod and that's owned by xbox and it's a good game yeah i want to say good I played Vanguard. I liked it. I fucked with it. The, the reason I get on Call of Duty, but like this might be different for everybody. People get on Call of Duty just to kill stuff. Like Call of Duty is the most brain dead game that anybody could pick up and just be good at shooter wise. So like I'll get on Call of Duty and just like not really care. I just want to run around and shoot stuff. It doesn't matter if I die. It doesn't matter. Like it just it's. It's just like whatever, bro. Like that's the reason I play Call of Duty. Warzone's fun. Um, Warzone's fun if you play the smaller map. I think it's called. Uh, I don't know what it's called. I played it so many times. Uh, but it's cool. Like the smaller maps are fun. They're okay. But that's a free to play game. You can play that on any system as of now. Um. I just, with Sony coming out and saying that they're scared of people, like, going to Xbox for COD, I just don't think that'd be the reason to, in my head, it could be different. I just don't see people buying the Xbox for Call of Duty, but I do feel like people will buy the Xbox for Game Pass, which will have Call of Duty on there, because... Microsoft literally has this in their head that they are literally making their system and their platform for families. They want people to get the subscription base for the Game Pass, play whatever you want, cloud gaming, install whatever you want, have a load of games on there, and just have a catalog of that. Versus like Call of Duty. Um... I think there's plenty of shooters out there to where they don't have to worry about that. I just... Them coming out and saying that is just kind of crazy. Like, Sony has plenty of games, too. Like, you got... Sony has arguably the best single-player titles out of the three systems. But that's... 
that's opinion based because I think Nintendo comes out with a lot of good single player games as well. The problem with Nintendo is I feel like Nintendo don't take a lot of risk and they just kind of recycle the same formula over and over and over and over and over again until people finally get tired of it. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think, guys. I honestly don't, <laughs> I don't feel like they should be nervous. Uh, but I mean, Call of Duty is the best shooter right now. Um, off the top of my head, okay, when I say shooter, I'm talking strictly arena because a lot of you guys could say like, oh, Apex, but like that's a battle royale. I'm not talking about the battle royale. I'm talking about Call of Duty, the arena shooter, search and destroy, all that good stuff. Um, but, and then also what I do want to talk about it, it is confirmed that Call of Duty isn't going to be releasing a game every year. Instead, they're going to release premium DLC. And I am not mad at this at all. And let me, let me give you a reason why. The reason I'm not mad at this is literally because I think that it's good that they don't do that and release a game every year because when they release a new game every year, I think people have the expectation that things are going to change, things are going to get better. Um, oh, this is different this time. Their content, their favorite content creators are telling them like this is the game, this is the game and then it just doesn't come out the way they want to and they're $60 out. Versus like if they just play pay a little bit like if they pay 30 bucks and you get let's say for six new maps a few new guns a new zombies map that'd be cool i'd be okay with that because that's how it was back in the day when i was a kid back when i played call of duty world at war i was in the sixth grade they came out with dlcs like every few months but they were also releasing a new game every year i think like i remember they had about three dlcs and i bought them all but they were 10 bucks and it's like that's fine. You're 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 putting out new maps. You're putting out new content. You're putting out new zombies. I wasn't mad at it. You had a playlist where it was literally just the new maps. I think it will be good and it will be a change of things. The things I don't want Call of Duty, and this is where they completely can fuck everything up. Do not. I repeat. Do not make us pay for a DLC. And put old ass maps in there. I will not fucking pay for that. I promise you if they do that shit. I will not fucking pay for that. Call of Duty is notorious for fucking that. They love to put Nuketown in every single game. They love to put maps from Modern Warfare 2. Because it's in quote nostalgia. Fine. Like I love the Modern Warfare 2 maps. I think I talked about this on the pod before. But don't fucking release them like all the time. Like I want Call of Duty to do better. They make so much money, y'all. They are we're talking billions and billions of dollars to just make a higher resolution of high rise? For what? We want something new. We want something better for the new generation. How long is it going to be to where we just keep on re- releasing the same shit? Y'all feel me? Um, let me know how y'all feel about that too, man. Like, like I said, I could be excited about it, but hopefully it is what I think it is. We've been going pretty deep, man. We, we about 31 minutes deep. we got a few more topics that I do want to talk about. Um, the second game I want to talk about is, uh, <clears throat> multiverses, man. Um, uh, 
Specifically, I want to talk about the multiverses, the game, and then I want to talk about the new Twitch tool that comes with it that I think a lot of games should pick on, pick up and actually uh, use to their advantage. Uh, if you guys don't know what multiverses is, multiverses is the game by Warner Brothers, and it is... It's a new fighting game, free to play. You can get it on uh, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, all all that shit. I think you can get it on Switch too. This is one of my one of the best fighting games I played in a while. Um, the formula, I would say, like uh, to give you guys a little bit of the rundown, it's it's sort of like Super Smash Bros. The way they have like the combos and the map setup and the up airs, the down airs, the way you hit the combos. Um, but there's also perks in the game, so you can set up perks to give your uh, your character certain abilities and make them play a little bit differently. Um, and the character selection is very good. And I think the reason this game could do uh, so many big numbers is one, it is free to play, which is I am 100% down for. Um, you do have to buy characters, unfortunately, but from what I played for the past few hours is I'm pretty sure you can grind them out with coins or just buy them. Uh, which I'm not really opposed to. Um, as long as it's not like super, super good characters or behind paywalls and shit like that. Like, I hopefully the game gets balanced out and it's not, you don't have to worry about like someone just buying the best character and just fucking you up. But that's how all games are. Like your League of Legends, your Valorant, um, Apex, uh, all those characters you got to pay to play. Not pay to play. I'm sorry. That's a bad word to say. Um, you got to pay to use or grind out to buy. I'm not mad about it. I think you should do it like that. Um, and just make it free to play. Try it out. If you like it, then you can buy more characters and shit. Um, what do I want to say? Um, but it's cool, man. I, uh, I played for a few hours, man. I, I was rocking Finn for a little bit. I'm actually going to record some, uh, some gameplay for multiverses to put into this. Uh, so you guys could check it out. Uh, but I was rocking Finn, man. I was having an absolute fucking blast with this game. Uh, Finn's very good. He has like an, um, an up air where you could like swing your backpack around. Backpack, backpack. Just swing it around. Um, and it was cool, man. The game's cool. Like I said, it's a free-to-play fighting game, kind of like Super Smash Bros. You get perks. Um, but what was I saying? I think I got sidetracked. Um, <laughs> it's by Warner Brothers. So the characters are in the game are really, really good. Or just, like, they're very cool. So, like, as of right now, you get characters like Batman, Superman, uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, Velma, uh, Finn from Adventure Time, Jake the Dog, um, Iron Giant, you get Tasmanian Devil, Bugs Bunny, LeBron James is in the game now. The possibilities they can they could get with these characters based on licensing and shit like that. I think Rick and Morty is already announced for the game too. I think this has potentially one of the uh, Super Smash Bros. might uh, or Smash might be sweating over there. Nintendo better get it together, man. I think. Uh, I think it's time for something like this, man. I'm excited for it. Um, and I also want to bring up the new Twitch tool that comes with this. So um, they released a new uh, tool for Twitch to where um, it's like an add-on or like a just like a tool where they could like do games with viewers and stuff like that. Uh, so basically how it works is um, 
basically you could put the ad on out of your Twitch and people could uh, type in a command and they could play with you. And then like, it makes it way easier to do the, uh, the viewer games for multiverses content creators. That's awesome. And I think every game should try and implement something like this because we all know as content creators, if you are a content creator, you do know using another program for your, uh, you're playing with viewers is kind of having your mods on. Trust me, I've been I have been in the process of it, and I still haven't gotten it down to a T. So having something that does that for you and hopefully make it easy to invite people and stuff like that, I'm for it. I think it's so cool. Uh, but guys, you guys, uh, this isn't paid. This isn't an ad or anything. But y'all should definitely go check out Multiverses, man. It's been one of the funner fighting games that I've been playing. Um, it's cool, man. I've been rocking with Finn, man. Hit me up, man. Hit me up if you guys are trying to get into some games. Uh, the next topic I am going to get into is... Uh, <laughs> damn, this is actually going up tomorrow. <laughs> I did not even think about it, man. August 3rd, Pokemon is having a Nintendo Direct. So, uh, basically, uh, they're going to be talking about everything Pokemon tomorrow. And uh, I'm excited. I think Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is going to be a great game. Especially if they took implements from... Um, if they took implements from Arceus and they improved on everything, this game is going to be great. Uh, what I think they're going to announce for the game, they're probably going to announce some new mods, uh, maybe updates on what the bad guys are going to be like. Um, nothing too crazy. I just don't see them talking about anything too crazy. We'll probably get more of like what the story's about and then a few new mods and uh, probably what the rivals are and stuff like that. Um, so we're getting that tomorrow. I'm excited for that. And, um, basically all I have for that. And I want to talk about Splatoon 3 because Splatoon 3 is coming right around the corner and I'm excited about that too. Um, I'm going to be getting Splatoon 3 day one. Um, I think, let's see when that's coming out. I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, so Splatoon 3 is coming out in September, September 9th. So we have... How many days? We got a we got a month left, but um, it's gonna be cool, man. I'm excited for that game too. Um, <laughs> I really don't know where I was going with this topic, man. Um, take what you guys want for this, but we have Splatoon three coming out and uh, Pokemon. I guess I guess I could talk about um why I'm excited for Splatoon three or what I'm uh what I'm expecting, um. Which I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to say. I'll say it. I'll say it. Um, I'm going to play Splatoon, man. I'm excited. I think for this being like, I guess I want to say like Nintendo's shooter. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm uh, hoping. I probably won't play the campaign. But the the one thing about the game is the, the grinding and uh, all that stuff. So hopefully the game hopefully the game is just fun i'm excited for it i have high expectations on it hopefully it's a little different from splatoon 2 the one thing i did like about the splatoon games when i did play them because i did play splatoon 1 and 2 uh for a, a decent amount of time actually is uh i did like the little um it's simple it's like a simple thing but i did like the little challenges they did uh like team pizza or team hamburgers then you would pick one and then it was like oh every time you win a game that goes for team pizza or Team Hammer. And then, like, whoever wins gets, like, an award or shit like that. That is something I love. And I hope they keep on doing that and they don't change a thing on that. Because that's, like, it It rewards you for and rewards other people for playing the game. 
and it goes towards something. Versus, like, I think I've seen 2K do it a few times, too. Well, they they'd do, like, Team Red and Team Blue, and it was, like, whatever team you play for and however many park games you win, you can win a certain amount of VC, and I, I, I think that's cool. So hopefully we see more of that. I know they're coming out with, like, their own version of zombies, like Nazi zombies or whatever it would be called. Uh, so I'm excited for that. But me and my fiancé, we're geeked about this, uh, this new Splatoon game. And, uh... Pfft about it that's all i have for uh, those two topics and um the last topic i do want to talk about before i head out and i uh let you guys get on with the rest of your day is i do want to talk about the quarry and give you guys my review on the game i was gonna do a youtube video about this or kind of like make like a video essay about this i might i might still make this a youtube video or more more uh more than not, I wanted to do a video essay for this, but figure why not talk about it on the pod, uh, let you guys know everything the way I was feeling and whatnot. If you guys haven't played the quarry yet, um, you might want to not listen to this part because I am going to put spoilers into it. Um, I have to to kind of give me my review, um, but I uh, I am going to get into it real quick. So. If you guys don't know what the Quarry is, the Quarry is a game by Supermassive Games, and it's basically a uh, uh, interactive horror game. Uh, what an interactive horror game is basically it's uh, it's a game where basically your decisions matter, and it's like a story, and you basically get to pick between decision A and decision B, and based on what decisions you make, decides the outcome of a game. Uh, if you guys know what Intel Dawn is, that is basically this is basically the uh, spiritual successor of that so not basically like until dawn 2 it's basically it's basically like that but not called that um and yeah uh it's a horror game it's about 10 hours long i'd say a little bit longer based on like how long you make a decisions about that um it's an eight it's an eight player co-op game so you can play with other people too um, and decide outcomes together. I have not tried that or watched videos on that yet. I was going to watch RDC World do that to see how that kind of played out because I didn't know like if it was like a voting system or if it was like how it how it went if like certain people voted or whatever like that on a certain decision or if like, oh, I picked this character so I could, I don't know. So I will say I don't know exactly how that works. Um, but basically the whole glimpse of the um, the quarry is <clears throat> to give you guys a little rundown of what it's about it's basically um, there are I want to say oh, I don't want to get it wrong I think there's eight counselors and basically summer camp just got over and you're getting ready to leave summer camp because you are a bunch of counselors and you got done watching kids and you're getting ready to leave. Uh, because summer's over, camp's over, all that stuff. And uh, basically, you can't. Um, there's reasons why you can't. Um, but at this certain camp, uh, supernatural stuff has been going on. Um, more specifically, when there's a full moon. Uh, when there's a full moon, uh, stuff has been going on. Weird stuff has been going on. People have been dying. So... Um, these counselors don't essentially know that they just think it's an absolute like oh it's a myth it's something to scare kids like a campfire story type thing 
Uh, the only reason that they kind of heard about this is one of the members, Ryan, was actually listening to a podcast, and basically it's called, uh, I think, the, hor- the something, the Hackett's Quarry, the Horror of Hackett's Quarry or something like that. Um, and basically your whole aspect of the game is to try and survive and making your way out and figuring out what is going on at the camp with certain scenarios and stuff like that. Um, I will say a few positives about the game and then I will get into the negative. Um, the positives I will say about the game, it, it was a good game. Um, I really enjoyed the game based on the characters. I really like the characters. They had a really good cast for the game. They had, um, I think his name is Justice Smith from, um, I think he's from the Pokemon, Pokemon movie or Detective Pikachu movie. They had um, one of the um, characters from Evil Dead. They had Brenda Song in the game. Um, they had a they had a really good list. I don't want to go through everybody, but everybody has been in like really like we're talking like Star Trek, Evil Dead, Pokemon, uh, Dete- Detective Pikachu movie, and Brenda Song is Brenda Song. I think everybody loves Brenda Song. Um, so a really really good cast and lineup. And each character had their own different type of personality that I really enjoyed. So, like, not... You can relate with certain characters based on how they were. So, like, um, Ryan, I considered more to be the leader. Uh, Ryan was a lot more calm. He investigated a lot of stuff. He used his brain for certain things. And then you had, like, uh, Brenda Song's character, Caitlin who was more of like a leader where it's like, okay, this is what we're doing. You go here, you go there. We need to do this. We need to figure out that. Um, you had like your, your jocks, your, um, like, I think his name was Nick. Um, and he, or no, it was Jacob. It was Jacob. Jacob was the jock and he was just like playing out stupid, but it, it makes the game funny because the interactions are way more funny. It's not all serious all the time. It has a little bit of funniness and jokingness to it. And, um, I think it was cool off that. Um, what will I say? I'll get into a negative right away. Um, I don't feel like the game... I don't feel like the game, when you made certain decisions that didn't matter... Let me, let me, let me adjust that. That didn't matter. So, like, certain things like... Oh, you chose to kiss this player or you chose to do this with this character or whatever. It really affected the game. Um, The only time where it feels like the game was ever affected is if you pick the wrong choice for death situations. Um, Which until dawn, what I really liked about until dawn, which I never played. Personally, I watched hella videos on it because I always wanted to play that game, but I never had a PS4 to play it. The thing about that game that I really liked is that when you had certain things, you had a mishap with one of the players, and it's like you tell a player, like, fuck you. Like, I'm not saying that's what really was said. It affected your guys' friendship. So it's more of like, oh, I'm not going to go with you because, like, fuck you. I don't care if you die. I wanted more of that versus like, I think these scenarios are more planned out. Who goes where, who does what, who 
likes who, it's already predetermined script. I felt like it should have been more not that way. Um, I don't know. That's just me personally. You guys can let me know how your experience is. But in the game, there's a hundred different endings that could possibly happen based on how many people could die, um, how many, who you can save, who you can't save, different decisions, different dialogue, stuff like that. I personally only played the game one time. Um, I don't know why they they put in the game like a different a bunch of different endings. Personally, I'm not gonna play a game more than one time. I, I I get that it has more endings, but like I'm cool with my one playthrough. This is what I got. I'll watch someone else play something if I want to really know what happens. That's fine with me, honestly. But um, I played it my one time. My shit happened. I kind of went okay. So I lied. I kind of went back and did the last chapter because I had a lot of people die for very stupid reasons that I'll get into. Um. A positive, another positive in the game is, um, I don't know if, I, if I'm repeating myself when I say the script was very good. The script, the story itself was very good. Um, I like the interactions. I like, I like the first few chapters of the game. It's the ending that really kind of pisses me off. I think... The game leads you up so much and then like the ending happens and then the suspense is like you're like you kind of sit there and you're like that's it I think that's one of the problems with the game that I had the most was it was like this is so good I'm having fun this is funny this is suspenseful I just saved somebody then you get to the end and the end happens the way it does and you're just like that's it. It could have been. It just felt like it could have been way better. Um, but at the same time, um, I did really, I did really like the story for what it was. I just don't know what I, what I want to say about this, bro. Like, cause I don't want to keep on repeating the same thing. Cause like I don't know how to say this without saying like it's good, but it's. Like, it's just, like, it's somewhere in the middle. Like, I really enjoyed it, but then also I just know the potential for it to be better could have been there, too. Like I said, like, the characters are really cool. The interactions are funny. Um, a One negative that I will say is I really wish the sprint button was there. They kind of have some sort of a sprint button, but you really didn't run. Like, it didn't even feel like you were running. Um... I did try to sprint a little bit and it's just like kind of like a brisk walk. I never really liked that. I want to be able to like move as fast as I can if I want to. Um, there's collectibles and stuff that you can collect. Eh, like it was cool for what it was. Um, and the ending just, it's just really. <sighs> The ending could have been so much better. I think that's just what the most disappointing thing about this game is. I I just felt like the ending was so much better. Like or it could have been better. It just didn't pan out the way it was. And I will say some of the scenarios in there are very cool where it's like, "Okay, cool. I escaped this. 
I, I escaped death. That feels good, man. I feel great. I was like, let's fucking go. But there are times where it's like that what really pissed me off about the game was I would die and lose someone based off like a one answer. So like there was a time where I won't say who to spoil it. I was one person and I literally picked one answer. It was like stay on the island or go somewhere. And I picked, I'm not staying. I'm not staying here. I'm going to go help everybody else because everybody else is over there. And I went to go do that, and then I died. And it was like, it did it. Like, I, I hated that part so much because it was like I suffered by making a one-choice answer. It wasn't like, my, I didn't even have a, a way to get out of it. And that's the thing that pissed me off the most. And then there was also what part in the game was it that really made me mad like that was the main thing it was just like cause there were there was a time too in the game where it was like i i made one wrong choice because i remember replaying this part of the game because i was at a point to where like i was like both two characters died at the same time because if you let one character die the other character is going to die with it and you can make a bad choice a minute or two ago that will fuck up the whole fucking sequence if you make one wrong direction. Because I made the same direction that I made. And even if you try to escape or try to hide somewhere else, you die. That person dies. And it's like, bro, like, so you're telling me a decision I made two minutes ago is going to affect the decision now? Crazy. Crazy. And I will also say there are reasons why I made a decision that I did at the end. Because... To give you more of the story, um, basically, um, the thing that's been going around the camp is actually werewolves. And werewolves are made by basically, you get infected um, if you get bitten. So if, you, if one person gets bit, they turn into a werewolf. If another person gets bit, they turn into a werewolf. So in order for you to not be done, done with being a werewolf, you have to kill the person that bit you. Um... And long ago, when before Hackett's Quarry was even a thing, um, one of one of somebody in the uh, somebody in the Hackett family let this wolf out of this cage. This this circus act let this thing out of a cage, and it bit them. Like, why did you do that? Why would you like, bro? Like, people are like that is, and I was like. In my head, I let so many people die because I was like, yo, that's your fucking fault. I'm not going to shoot this thing because you made the stupid decision to let this thing bite you. You let it loose. He was in his cage, not bothering anybody. You set a fire, burned some shit down to fucking let this thing out of a cage to bite you. That's your fault, fam. It's your fault. I didn't want to kill him, but not killing him fucked up everybody else so it was just overall the ending stunk to me the game is good ending sucked i know i'm saying a lot of bad things about it but that's the thing with these reviews is i'm not gonna sit there and sugarcoat everything um it wasn't a very scary game the blood was there um i had a few jump scares that kind of got me but <clears throat> the horror if you're looking for a horror game it's it, it has a little bit of horror in it the jump scares are there uh, there is blood. There is suspenseful moments that I did enjoy. And that's one thing I can't I say I enjoyed about the game is the suspenseful moments. It's cool. I, I can fuck with it. 
Um, so I did like it for that. If you guys want a nice game to play, it is getting discounted and discounted as we speak. I think it's about 40 bucks right now. So if you do want to play it, it's on all platforms. So um, another thing I will say that's a negative <clears throat> that just reminded me. If you guys are going to play this game, make sure you guys set it to max 30 frames because you would think like, why wouldn't I set it at 60 frames? It's basically a movie. So you basically want to play it at 30 frames. If you don't, your game's going to lag out like fucking crazy. I put all my settings on low, max at 30 frames, V-Sync off. I was having trouble streaming this game. Streaming this game and playing it with certain settings, it just completely bugged the hell out of my game. Um, so I will say that is a negative. It it. it, it it takes a lot of power to run this game, especially with the visuals and stuff that it has. I will say be on the lookout for that. Um, I had a 30, I have a 3070 and it did that while I was streaming. So, um, and I know a lot of other content creators that had that problem. So uh, make sure you be on the lookout for that. And it did have visual lag and audio lag too. Um, I don't know if they're going to fix that with a patch or something like that. Damn, I am really, really going off on this game. I did not for like a game like Death's Door that I did a review on. I literally sat there and said zero bad things about it. And then this game that probably cost more to make and was probably a more. And I just sit there and I fucking complain about it and I pick at. Um, Because that's the thing is I feel like I would recommend this game, but like it's not perfect and play at your risk type thing. If I had a rate on a scale from 1 to 10, I'd honestly give it a 7. Like I said, the game is good. I had a good time playing everything. The ending was not where I wanted it to be. And honestly, with the problems that it had, with the visual and the audio, you got to knock down points for that. So that's my <laughs> that's my quarry review, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, man. Um... With that being said, guys, we have been talking for about an hour now. I appreciate everybody who kicked it this far, man. I'm going to go ahead and end it on this note because I do want to get this up for you guys as soon as possible. This is going to be my first thing, my first piece of content returned back <clears throat> to everybody. So my basically my, returnal starts, my return starts now. Uh, make sure you guys check me out on Twitch and all my social medias, man, at youlovenicktana, twitch.tv slash youlovenicktana on Twitch. Like I said, I stream Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Hopefully I can more um, because I'm definitely, definitely, definitely going to have to do that now that I got the time. But seriously, thank you guys for everything, man. Um, that concludes episode 19 of Tana's Eye View. Like I said, if you guys could do me the biggest, biggest of favors, man. Like, if you guys want to do anything free to support me, literally just click the five stars or click a review. Give me your feedback on the platform. It literally takes seconds, and it helps me so, so, so fucking much, especially as a content creator of my size. I wouldn't say I'm a small content creator, but anything helps, man. Seriously. Um, it mean, It means the world to me. Seriously, it does. Because you get more people involved. It helps more people find me. And we can grow the community based on that. And then that means more content. So uh, it takes two seconds. It's free. Make sure you guys do that. Also, I would recommend you guys check out the YouTube to see everything that I do. All my reviews. All that good stuff is on YouTube. Just look up You Love Nick Tana. All that stuff. Uh, my podcast, my visual versions on there. So if you guys want to see that, you guys can. And with that being said, guys, I'm going to go ahead and head out. I'm going to go play some multiverses now and uh, get some visuals for the pod, man. 
and uh, get this out for you guys. But seriously, thank you guys for everything, man. I'll catch you guys next time because we're going to be fucking consistent from now on. From here on out, Nick Tana's back. Thank you guys for all the love. Again, episode 19, Tana's Eye View. We out. Peace out, guys. Love you. Tell someone you love them.